Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody. Tonight, your neighborhood good golf dealer joins the Gulf Oil Companies in bringing you the motion picture star's own program, the Gulf Green Guild Show, with Robert Benchley. Constance Bennett, Maxie Rosenblum, Gertrude Neeson, and the King Sisters. The music of Oscar Bradley, and your master of ceremonies for tonight, Errol Flynn. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. Welcome to the Gulf Screen Guild Show. This program, sponsored by the Gulf Oil Companies, is the motion picture industry's own radio show for the benefit of the Motion Picture Relief Fund. And I feel it a great honor to be representing all Hollywood tonight in being your master of ceremonies and introducing our stars to you. This week's show is a review written by A. Dorian Ottbost and directed by Mark Sandwich. And now, Gulf's first star for tonight, a young lady whose lovely voice has thrilled you countless times from the stage, radio, and screen... Ladies and gentlemen, the glamorous Gertrude Neeson. Gertrude Neeson opens our golf show tonight with a song from Rogers and Hart's new hit, The Boys from Syracuse. Gertrude sings, This Can't Be Love. This can't be love because I feel so well. No sorrows, no sorrows, no sighs. This can't be love, I get so dizzy spell. My head is not in the sky. My heart does not stand still. Just hear it beat. This is too sweet to be loved. This can't be love because I feel so well. And still I love to look in your I feel 
That was beautiful, Gertrude, beautiful. Oh, thank you very much, Daryl. You know, I wouldn't tell this to everybody, but I've always had the idea I could be a great singer, too. Well, I never knew that, Errol. Let's hear you sing. Hey, that's a swell idea. Come on, Errol, give us oh, a oh, song. Oh, no, no. Just a minute, John Conti. You can't coax me. I learned it isn't safe for me to sing to any bigger audience than a hot and cold water faucet and a cake of soap. <laughs> and then only when the bathroom door's locked. Well, Errol, you must have learned that from experience. Experience is a great teacher, you know, and that means the experience of others as well as our own. Now, for instance, it's of special interest to hear what Gulf Pride Motor Oil has accomplished for other car owners like ourselves. Now, one Georgia motorist, for instance, used nothing but Gulf Pride and drove his car 116,000 miles in all without a trace of engine trouble. A World's Fair contractor tried Gulf Pride and found that while Gulf Pride cost him a little more per quart, it actually cost him less to use. A tourist used Gulf Pride in his ancient sedan and made an 18,000-mile vacation journey without adding a single drop of oil between drinks. Well, those are amazing experiences until you realize that Gulf Pride is an amazing motor lubricant made differently from all other motor oils. Gulf Pride is refined from 100% pure Pennsylvania crude, not by conventional methods alone, but also by the patented Alclor process that only Gulf can use. That's why Gulf Pride is tougher and more durable. That's why you should take the advice of the do-it-now sign outside your good golf dealers and change to Gulf Pride, the motor oil that works wonders of lubrication in your car. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now my privilege to bring you a very dear friend of mine and to give him the introduction that he's earned in the field of humor. When you introduce a humorist like Mark Twain, you say, I give you that notable, celebrated, renowned Mr. Mark Twain. When you introduce a humorist like George Ade, you say, I give you the eminent, distinguished, dignified Mr. George Ade. And when you introduce a humorist like George Bernard Shaw, you say, I give you that prominent, brilliant, illustrious Mr. George Bernard Shaw. Ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> Bob Benchley. Thank you, Earl. That was splendid. I'm very happy that you gave me that introduction. Oh, are you? Yes. Now, if I ever join the Foreign Legion, I'll really have something to forget. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, Bob. What was the matter with it? The introduction a little too flowery? Flowery? No, I'd say it was a little on the weedy side. Oh. <laughs> Why, that hurts me. I spent a lot of time over that, and I thought it was very flowery. Well, you may have a point there, Errol. Let's just analyze the introduction. It was beautiful, just like flowers. Colorful, like flowers. And it had a certain odor, too. <laughs> Not like flowers, though. Well, frankly, Bob, I didn't know any other way to introduce you. Oh, there are lots of ways to introduce people. For instance, I classify the way you introduce me as the actor type. Smooth and extremely clever in a hammy sort of oh. way. 
There are several other types that are just as easily classified. I don't quite follow you, Bob. Well, let's take the salesman type. If a salesman were introducing you, the first thing he'd do would be to knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Eh? Of course, there's no door there. In this case, it's the imaginary door to the audience's mind. <laughs> well, to continue. Now, uh, this is the salesman type of introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, this week only we are running a special on Flynn, the arrow type of Flynn. <laughs> we have thousands of written testimonials from many happy users of our 1939 arrow type Flynn. <laughs> Here is what Mrs. Stella Oppenheimer has to say. Wow! <laughs> and that brings us to the apologetic type of introducer. Now, let's say he's introducing me. Not that that makes him apologetic, you know. No, Bob, it certainly helps. <laughs> well, then I hate you. <laughs> now for the apologetic or confused type. Go something like this. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I was called upon to introduce a fellow we all know and all love. Well, some of us love him. <laughs> Although I've heard people say that he's a... Well, <clears throat> this fellow has just got over... <laughs> just got over a broken leg, which can be very painful. My Aunt Minnie had broke her leg. It uh, was the left one. No, the right one. <laughs> no, it was the left one. Or was it her arm? Well, here he is. Mr. Manfred Granifrant, Jr. Oh, that's very nice, Bob. Well, what type of introduction do you think I should use? Well, that's hard to say offhand. I'd have to delve into your habits. You know, we all have habits. Personally, I have quite a few habits. Oh, oh, yes, yes. You couldn't look that bad without quite a few habits. <laughs> well, I try to lead a normal life. When I wake up in the morning, I no sooner open my eyes than I throw off my oxygen tent and jump out of bed. <laughs> but getting back to you, how are your muscular reactions? Do you fall asleep slowly or quickly when you're watching a movie? Depends on whether it's one of your pictures, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that gives me a pretty good idea of you. Fine. Well, Bob, I have an introduction to make right now. What type do you think I ought to use? Well, I think you should be the effervescent or fizzy type. Here, let me do the introduction for you. Fine. Go right ahead. All right. Hiya, folks. I want you to meet some swell guys. They shoot a wicked game of pool, smoke the best of cigars, and their pants are always pressed. Uh... Who am I introducing, Al? The King Sisters. <laughs> For heaven's sake. The four charming King Sisters bring to the golf show an unusual musical novelty which has never before been heard on the air. They sing an old Chinese folk song in swing. Chinese. 
for the white family. Bring me all the day, what she gets away. Me head man in the Chinese laundry. Ten cents a shirt, that's all they pay me. Golly whiz, how it gets me down. Bring a ping song from China. In a big ship, me come here. With a bumachi, kick a bubble, make Chinaman feel queer. Oh, the sunshine's bright in my home in Hong Kong. That's where I long to be. That was grand. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to bring you a man who's had 500 fights and doesn't look as though he's ever had over 750. <laughs> that old Waltz King, Slapsy Maxi Rosenblum. Thank you, Earl. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is a thrill, a distinction, and an honor. In other words, I'm demolished to be here. <laughs> yeah, classy word, huh? The studio necessitates that I use some kind of words. Now that I'm a glamour boy... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I understand, Maxie. But that ain't the real me. I'm a dope. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Brains aren't everything, you know. Yeah. It's just a lucky thing I'm pretty. Say, by the way, where are the babes on the show? I hear you say babes, Maxie. Oh, I forgot myself. Where's the squeeze? Oh. <laughs> hey, Benjamin, you got any dolls? Why, Maxie, what a way to talk. But Constance Bennett gets here. You don't want her to think you're uncouth, ruffian, or as the ancient Romans used to say, omnia mutantur no si mutamur in ilis. What does that mean? Don't feed the monkeys. <laughs> Which makes it plain that you have to be a gentleman and well-mannered and know how to meet ladies. That's right up my alley. I said how to meet them, not where. <laughs> Let me have it, Ah, Now, look, Maxie, when you take a girl to dinner, do you know your table manners? Well, there's one thing that's been bothering me. What's that? When you burn your finger in a plate of soup, do you blow on it or stick it in a glass of water? <laughs> you raised a very important question, Maxie, but you don't always burn your finger. I know a friend of mine once burned his nose in a plate of soup. What? Why, that's ridiculous, Bob. How could he possibly burn his nose? He was eating alphabet soup and he was nearsighted. <laughs> but getting back to the ladies, Maxie... To make a hit with a woman, you've got to be politely timid and sophisticated. Oh, no, I disagree with you, Bob. I think the best method is to be debonair and swashbuckling, you know, in the manner of the knights of old. Well, maybe for you, Errol, but when I meet a girl, I lay my cards on the table, which I always carry with me for that purpose. <laughs> for instance, take Casanova. Casanova? Who's he? Casanova's a fellow who gave Dan Cupid a black eye. Never heard of him. They must have been preliminary boys. 
<laughs> Pardon me, but may I get in this discussion? Thanks. Who's that? <laughs> this is Oscar Bradley, our orchestra leader. Orchestra leader? Hmm, must have been marked down from Paul Whiteman. You underestimate Oscar. He used to be the star of a big circus. He was the man they saw in half. What'd they do with the other half? Rosenbloom? <laughs> but I was injured this morning. Oh, that's too bad, Oscar. What happened? It's terrible. I was sitting in a restaurant wearing my brand new salt and pepper suit, and someone picked me up and shook the daylights out of me. <laughs> oh. Tell me, Oscar. How does a little fellow like you ever manage to get a girl? Well, you know, I have no trouble winning a girl at all. I kiss her hand, then I whisper in her ear. Then I kiss her hand again, and then I whisper in her ear. Oh, that's wonderful, Oscar. How do you do it? I use a pogo stick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, boys, this won't get us anywhere. Constance Brenner will be here right after Oscar Bradley's number, and we can each try our own system and settle it once and for all. Constance Brenner? Yes, okay with you? Is it okay with me? Hey, she's my favorite glamour puss. <laughs> all right, Oscar. Music. Oscar Bradley and the boys give us their own arrangement of that sentimental sandwich and heaven can wait. Oscar, that was great. Thank you, Mr. Flynn. But tell me, Oscar, what's that instrument by the side of the violin player there, you know? Oh, that's a shovel. A what? A shovel? I never heard of an orchestra with a shovel player. Oh, he doesn't play it. Well, what is he, a critic? <laughs> Fine thing, bring a shovel to work. Well, now, don't be too hard on him, Errol. He probably just bought it to take home with him. You know, this is the time of year when most people are freshening up their houses and gardens in preparation for the summer season. And while you're doing that, ladies and gentlemen... Don't forget to prepare for summer motor trips by freshening up your faithful automobile, too. It's easy to do if you go to your good golf dealer. It costs very little, and it should certainly save you money on repair bills later on. 
You see, your good golf dealer is ready with a number of special items and services. Golf Pride motor oil to help protect your engine against wear and depreciation. Golf No-Knox ethyl gasoline to help end those annoying motor knocks and give you smooth, quiet power. The right kind of lubrication job, too. A job done exactly as the manufacturer of your particular car recommends. So get a Gulf summer sprucing up tomorrow so that your car will be all ready to go places. Summer motoring is a lot pleasanter if you make the good golf dealer your dealer. Thank you, John Conti. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the young lady we've all been waiting for. One of Hollywood's loveliest and most glamorous stars, Constance Bennett. Welcome to the Screen Girl Show, Connie. Thank you, Errol. I never thought I'd get here in time. It's so difficult getting around here in Dodge City. Uh, Why? Wait a minute, Connie. This isn't Dodge City. Oh, isn't it? Have you ever tried crossing Hollywood Boulevard? (laughs) I see what you mean, Connie. Well, I'm glad you got here safely. Oh, so am I. It's wonderful to get out of that traffic and get in here where the atmosphere is so soothing and peaceful and refined. Hi there, babe. (laughs) Oh, Connie, this is Maxie Rosenblum. Oh, how do you do? Let's make with the kisses. (laughs) You're a little sorrow, aren't you? What's the matter? Don't you know who I am? Well, you do look like an old vegetable salad I once knew. (laughs) Why, I was the light heavyweight champion of the world. Oh, yes, I do remember when you fought Jimmy Adamick and he knocked you out. Yeah, they wrote a song about that fight and dedicated it to me. Really, Maxie? What was the name of it? We meet and the angels sing. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't fight no more. I am now a cafe at the the Lenny Hut. That means I run the joint. (laughs) You want to go there with me tonight? It's terrible ultra... Oh, yes, I've heard about it. The only place in town with a built-in gutter. I accept your apology. Pardon me, Maxwell. Uh, you look gorgeous, Constance. Why, Bob Benchley. You're not flirting with me, are you, Robert? <laughs> of course not. Silly idea. Mm. Well, let's come to the point. Will you be my Juliet? Oh, so you're a Romeo now. Oh, just one of my many pseudo-personalities. But look at me, Connie. Don't you think I'd make a nice Romeo? Yes. Yes, indeed. Since the last time I saw you, you've put on quite a balcony. Well, two years ago, it was only a bay window. But I got an FHA loan on it. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. Or is it? Oh, Connie, if you'll go out with me, I promise not to put my arms around you. I won't keep you out late. I won't park on the way home. How about it? Oh, I'd love a date like that. You would? Yes, in about 40 years. <laughs> Look, Connie, I'm the kind of man who lays his cards on the table. Or did I mention cards before? Yeah, I guess I did. Well, <laughs> in simple words, if you will go out with me, it will be just heaven. Heaven can wait. Pardon me while I gather up my cards. <laughs> Stand aside, Bob, and let a man with a romance in his soul show you how. Ah, Connie, you're beholding me the full flower of manhood. Hiya, bud. Uh, <laughs> Connie, for you, I'd go through fire. I'd swim the icy waters. Why, my admiration for you is so great, I'd even sit on a bed of spikes. You'd sit on a bed of spikes? Yes, and I wouldn't feel a thing. Hmm. You must be one of the dead-end kids. <laughs> Oh, 
Holly, for years I've been crazy to go out with you. In fact, anybody would be crazy to go out with you. Thank you, Errol. Connie, don't you understand? I'm insane about you. Really, Errol? Yes, you're such a great actress. You know, I saw your last picture ten times. Now it's in my brain. Playing to an empty house again. Oh. Well, look, Connie, I won't stop trying to make a date with you, even if I can't get to first base. But remember, the game isn't over until you get home. No, but the score won't be the same. Well, what do you mean? No hits, no runs, no arrow. <laughs> personally... Let me see now. Personally, Connie... <laughs> I got it, I got it. Personally, Connie, and I say this without any potentiality, I say once again that I'm the man to set you out. How about it, Tuts? Well, I'll tell you, beautiful. I think all three of you are lovely boys, but I can't go out with any of you because I have a date with the man of my dreams. Oh, Connie, does that mean we don't even stand a chance? Not since I met him. Oh, here he comes now. Ready, Connie, honey? Yes, Oscar, darling. Hold on, jump. Gertrude Neeson returns to us with one of the most beautiful tunes of the day. She sings her own arrangement of Strange Enchantment. Fill the moon 
enchantment in my That was really beautiful. And thank you, Robert Benchley, Constance Bennett, the King Sisters, Gertrude Neeson, and Maxie Rosenblum for a grand golf screen gill show. We of Motion Pictures thank you, listeners, for the way in which you've taken our efforts. You know, the proceeds of this program go to the Motion Picture Relief Fund to be used in building a home for the members of the industry who are no longer able to provide for themselves. So again, thanks. And thanks also to the Gulf Oil Companies for making these programs possible. Good night, everybody. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, next week, same time, same station, the good golf dealer in your neighborhood joins the Gulf Oil Companies in welcoming you to another Screen Guild show with Nelson Eddy, Douglas Fairbanks, Jr., Fibber McGee and Molly, Anne Sheridan, and Roland Young as Master of Ceremonies. We are grateful to Hal Road Studios for Constance Bennett, to Warner Brothers for Errol Flynn and Maxie Rosenblum, and to MGM and Old Gold Cigarettes for Robert Benchley, who will be heard in a new series of programs on another network next Tuesday night. Strange Enchantment and that sentimental sandwich were from the motion picture Man About Town. John Conti speaking for the Gulf Oil Companies. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.